I'm your host, Arrow Kopak, and you're listening to the podcast MP3, Mastering Personality, Perspective, and Productivity. Today, we're jumping back into personality connected through nature. The quote is by Harriet Golder Lerner. Only through our connectedness to others can we really know and enhance the self. And only through working on the self can we begin to enhance our connectedness to others. So we're going to jump into talking about being connected through nature and not necessarily the outside nature, but the nature of ourselves, of how we are wired. There's the nature versus nurture discussion, often sometimes a debate. But today we're going to talk about how being similar in nature can create a sense of connectedness. So Roger, this is something that you had brought to me about feeling and desiring that connection with people of a similar personality type to you or the same personality type. And you thought that might bring a lot of connection and you mentioned some excitement. So share a little bit about what that experience (laughs) was, desire to be connected to a similar personality type to you. Right. I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) Actually, I was in a Myers-Briggs class where we started talking about personality types. And boy, did I get excited. I was excited Mm -hmm. to get the results. I was excited to see what type I was. And Mm -hmm. I thought when I read the results, I was like, oh my gosh, this is spot on. Get out of here. Get out of my head. So then we got the test results or the assessment results. And then we were going to take the class together, the group that I was in. And I was excited, you know, then I wanted to go find out, well, who else is like me, right? So there was that first level of connectedness, you know what I'm saying? Yep. We just want to find those similarities. And I was like, wow, there are people like me who have personality types like me. Mm. So I made a fair number of assumptions about what personality type was. Yeah. What kind of assumptions? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to find my people and we're all going to be the same. We're all going to value the same things. We're all going to have the same approach to people. People are going to value relationships the way that I do. Exactly like you were talking about the way we started off with connectedness, right? Somehow deep in my soul, I just thought I was about connection and connecting to others, right? That's my nature. That's who I am. That's why I love how you titled this episode when we started talking about nature. And I thought, wow, I'm going to go find out who these people are. So we take the class, and of course, everybody, you know, we find out who have the similar personality types. And I remember there were about three or four of us who were the same type. And I'd made note of that in the room, right? Uh-huh. I'm going around and I'm pointing, I'm singling them out, right? <laughs> I'm going to go talk to you, Carol. I'm going to go talk to you, Dave. And Sasha, I'm going to go talk to you. Mm-hmm. Who knew that Carol was like me? So I remember this too. After the class, I walk over to Carol's desk and we start. I guess maybe the way our personality types do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's been attributed to us, right? We love to talk about this stuff. Yep. I am in the Myers-Briggs world called an ENFP. And I know we're going to talk about what the different types are, but the E definitely stands for extroverted. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, I'm a little bit of an extrovert. (laughs) So Carol and I get talking and yeah, I was looking for all the similarities, right? This is going to be important. Mm. We talk about this in a little bit. I was just looking for the similarities. I'm like, yep, check check, right? It's like I'm going on this list in my head. Do you ever do that? Yep. You know what I'm saying, right? You know, oh man, uh-huh. you know, this person checks this off, this person checks this off, right? Absolutely. And I thought, oh, how cool, right? And I walk away, you know, just happy, happy, happy. Uh-huh. And the way that I approached this whole thing was like, I kind of felt like this little puppy dog. I'm going to go find my people. I'm going to go find my people. There's my people. Hi, people. And 
you know, like this little cartoon dog, right? Going around looking for his people. Love it. Love the voice. Have you seen my people? So it's like I'm collecting this people in these groups. And I did find similarities like in Sasha and in Dave, we had conversations I'm like, wow, this is really, really neat. Mm-hmm. And now let's tie back to that one mistake, what I call a mistake that I was mm-hmm. making. And the assumption was I thought all ENFPs were alike. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. We're all alike. But if you know anything about the assessment, right, there's 16 unique types. If you take four letters, two different types for each letter, that works out to 16 different combinations, right? There's 16 right. different combinations. Yep. Well, it's hard to believe that in the entire world that all of us can be in this one square in this chart, right? <laughs> There's a 16th of us who are all walking around the same. I didn't mm-hmm. think that logically. I was leading with my emotions, right? I thought, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I just and this connectedness that I so yearned for, right? I was yearning mm-hmm. for connection. Maybe that's part of it. Sure. But that was what was unique to me. And that, that's the key point, right? You and I had talked about this. Mm-hmm. The assumption was that we're all alike, and that's not true, right? One thing you'd said to me was what? We're unique. Right. Yep. Treat people as unique, right? The personality types are an indicator. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll talk more about that, but it's a way, it's a preference. There's a whole lot to it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I led with it. That was part of my journey of when we talk about this quote about, you know, working on the self, we can begin to enhance our connectedness to others. So working on myself, I had to realize that (laughs) everything I was reading were indicators. They were a general direction down which I could go and seek out understanding myself and other people. So there's clear alignment, connectedness, some similarities that you found through connecting with those who have a same personality type, hardwiring, Myers-Briggs, those similarities, but there's so much that's still different. What were the major similarities that you saw that made you feel connected? Oh, great question, right? Well, one thing was the E definitely stands for extroverted, right? Mm -hmm. And was like, oh, great, I can find more other gregarious people, people who aren't afraid to talk. Mm-hmm. And the, the flip side on the personality scale, right, I is introverted. Uh-huh. And so I could make some assumptions and easily understand, okay, I, get, I think I get introverted people a little bit, but I kind of knew like maybe they're not as outgoing as I am. And so all of us ease, right? If I could just find the ease in the room, <laughs> the extroverts, hey, there we are, there we are. And then I found the eyes pointing and saying, you people. <laughs> That can happen. And the extroverts are like, what? And the introverts are looking accusingly, you know, you know what you do. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Yeah. We, we, <laughs> what? Tell me. And, you know, the introverts are like, no, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Question was, like, what did I find? It was this connectedness like, okay, you think somewhat the same way. Mm-hmm. And the P is the perceiving part, right? So we tend to see the world the same way. That's what attracted me initially, right? So I was looking for those little things where we saw the world together. I'm like, yep, 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 my people again, right? Yes. I took a little bit of comfort in knowing that there are other people who see things the way that I did. And that right there, I think, is the key component to feeling connected through nature. Right. Knowing that other people might come into a situation or come into the world with a similar mental process, a similar perception based upon how their mind works, their mind works similar to you, which creates that me too moment. And there's connectedness in that me too moment. There's a C.S. Lewis quote, I don't have it in front of me right now, but it goes something along the lines of, the friendship begins with the words me too. Yes, yes. There's a sense of connectedness there. So when someone is wired the same way that you are in their mind, there's connectedness because there's also a little bit of relief of I'm not alone. Yes as well as a sense of you can understand me 
in a way that someone else can't because their mind doesn't work like ours does. Exactly. It's funny when you say that because, you know, you brings up where I would say, so it's a Carol, don't you hate it when people say this about the way you think or the way that your reasoning works or your mind works? And she's like, oh yeah, totally. I hate that. It's like because of a style or the way we lead or the things that are important to us that might not be important to someone of a different personality type. Someone, for example, emotions and feelings might be more important to me. To someone else, logic and information might be more important to them. Mm -hmm. And that's where I started getting into this other piece that led me to think about something else you had said earlier. You said, thinking you know someone solely by their personality type is a grave mistake. Yes. And... I think I said this early before I had another Captain Obvious moment, like, well, yeah. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, Ariel's right. You can't do that. (laughs) And here's why. It's somewhat obvious, but why can't we do that? Well, the similarities that we talked about that make you feel connected can be very exciting. Extremely. Yes, and make you have that sense of being seen and heard and understood without having to say it all, without having to explain it all. But it's fairly common to then jump to thinking that so much else is in common or is alignment that isn't necessarily. And there's the nature piece. And so there's the piece of, oh my goodness, this person's mind works similar to how mine does. I don't have to explain how this works. They just get it, right? They just get it. Like you get me, right? Yes, you get me. But just because they might get how your mind works and that theirs works similar doesn't mean that they see the world the same way that you do because they didn't have all the same experiences that you've had. They haven't responded necessarily the same way to the world around them. And they haven't had the same world upbringing that you've had. Completely. So our experiences change so much of what we believe and how we perceive, even if our minds work in a similar way because we've had different input. Kind of like a, a machine. It may function the same way, But with different input, you're going to get different output, even if it's the same machine. You're so right. And that's what brought to mind when learning took place in my mind. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. not only did the class that I took talk us about how to interact with or communicate with other personality types or what preferences might be, just gave us some more hints to that. That's where I started to realize it. And you're bringing it full circle and, and you're bringing it home for me when we talk about nature, right? It's in other people's nature to have that personality type, to lead with those preferences, to have that sense of self that they have that led me to think, oh, wow, I need to honor that. I need Mm -hmm. to meet them where they are too. It's incumbent upon me. I think it's my responsibility to be a little more curious, Mm -hmm. to understand how they prefer to be communicated with or what situations make them comfortable or uncomfortable, as well as I would think they would want to do that with me to the extent possible, right? I think what I'm trying to say here is trying to meet people where they are. And the value that knowing someone's personality type is a piece of the puzzle. Right. And that was the learning for me. It's a piece of the puzzle. It's a piece of the puzzle, not the whole puzzle. It's not the whole puzzle. (laughs) I thought I had the whole puzzle figured out. I was buying the whole puzzle. Nope, nope, nope. I was buying just parts. And that was key too, right? Mm -hmm. And just like there's so many different other assessments out there, which we'll talk about coming up, but Mm -hmm. we referenced them. We talked about DISC or Enneagrams or other things like that. So yeah, it was learning, right? So as much comfort as I had in my people, (laughs) I needed to be comfortable with the people who weren't my people (laughs) necessarily, or the people I was quote unquote calling my people. And I quickly went away from that phrase too, because I realized that saying that all ENFPs are my people because they're not all my people. 
one story that came up for me, which was really interesting. There's a friend of mine, Jimmy. We were at a conference together. We're fellow speakers. And we got to talking about personality types. And he said, yeah, well, I'm an ENFP. And the story about Jimmy is he's a CPA. <laughs> and I laugh because I had this assumption and image of what CPAs are like, right? I say CPA or I say another profession and you might think of what characteristics that person might have. And I'm like, really? You in numbers, huh? <laughs> and I wasn't trying to insult his intelligence or anything, but I was like, man, I just don't see you as a CPA. And after joking and saying he was recovering from being a CPA, he's a well-known speaker in the financial world, but it's like, man, he's an ENFP. And as I started to broaden my mind and realize, yeah, Jimmy is definitely, I see where those personality attributes shine through. So it was, again, expanding my mind and realizing and treating people as unique individuals and personality mm-hmm. type as a piece of the puzzle that kind of helps me maybe gain insight into their foundation. Absolutely. And just as we talk about nature and nurture, and there's other aspects too, your personality type, how your mind is wired, absolutely does not determine what your interests or what your passions are. Yeah. Any ENFP can be really passionate about numbers and about finances. Yep. The difference is with how your mind works, there's a commonality understanding of how you might perceive information or what information you might look to and how you make decisions, as you say. So the approach to the information might be different, but the personality type never determines what passion or interests you have. Completely. So I think that can be often a misconception because you might think ENFPs generally don't like numbers. Right. That's not necessarily true. It is not necessarily true. You want to hear something funny? Math was one of my best subjects in high school. I mean, I loved everything about math. Just completing problems was one of those things that I enjoyed. Uh, completionism. Yep. <laughs> I have a passion for technology and all things tech and software mm-hmm. related. Like I love solving problems that way. A friend of mine told me one time, you're a left brain thinker. And I'm like, mm. dude, AJ, I am so not a left brain thinker. Cut it out. And he said, okay. So later on in the conversation, he says, you know, Raj, as a speaker, what you might want to do is go and maybe get some feedback about what people think about you, what words people Mm -hmm. might use. And I said, oh, man, that's so great. I think I could put together a survey, categorize it, put the numbers here and ask certain groups of people this thing and then put the numbers this way and that way. Huh. I guess I am a left brain thinker. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was processing the daylights out of how I was going to collect the information. And all he said was Uh just go get the information. So again, another example of leaning into it. But yeah, it shouldn't have surprised me that Jimmy was a numbers guy, right? Mm Because I was forgetting I too enjoy that kind of stuff, but in a different way. So again, I was making some assumptions that just weren't necessarily true. I love how you state something out there, Ariel, and then it's a great reminder, great thing to remember and, and remind ourselves that, yeah, personality type, we cannot be completely defined by it. No. We're not defined by it or confined by it. Exactly. It's just about understanding of how some of the machine works. (laughs) If we are thinking about our minds as a machine, but there's so much else to it. There's so much about input, nurture, and other things, genetics, passions that we don't even really understand fully how our passions develop. But no personality type determines your passion. No. I'm glad you circled back to that because, yeah, I realized that I have my own passions Mm -hmm. and so do other people, right? And that's the fun part. That's the fun part. So being able to share those, no matter what personality type we were, 
Mm. Again, just opened up a whole lot of lanes and avenues for connection that I didn't have before. And the component of personality type is just one aspect of having the Me Too moment. There are so many other aspects to that. But every Me Too, whether it's your passion, your interests, your personality, a life experience, all of those can create that connectedness. Your personality type that is through your nature is one aspect in which you can have that connectedness of Me Too. Yeah. And feel understood. I think that leads me to think about the two things that I know I walked away with, and I'd love our listeners to walk away with out of our time together here. One was don't make assumptions, right? Mm -hmm. Don't make assumptions about people's personality types. If you happen to hear it or you happen to hear that a person is a certain way, open yourself up to the opportunity that there's more to discover. There's always more to discover that what you see on the surface or what you might know or hear about somebody like you said, personality type is part of our design. Mm-hmm. It's part of how we're wired. It's not, how did you put it? It's where we came from. It's, it's where we came from. It's not yeah. where we are. Not where we, yes, exactly, exactly. So that's one piece. And the other piece is recognizing that we are unique. Mm-hmm. We are all unique. And I think you hit it on the head when you said uh, we each have our own passions. We each have our own desires. We each have our own values. There's so much to what makes us who we are. And when we can clarify more and more aspects of that, more and more aspects of our personality, more we identify and clarify the different parts of what make up the unique individual that you are, the more you can see the opportunity for those me too moments and give that gift to yourself and also give that to someone else. Totally. When you over-exaggerate what the connectedness, what that similarity means, you can almost take that away. So you don't want to taint it. You want to embrace it for what it is understand how you are connected through a similar experience or through a similar type of wiring or how you see the world and just embrace that me too moment and give that to yourself and to someone else and have that connectedness through nature and then also separately find that connectedness through nurture, experience, upbringing, and just life experiences. So well put. Thanks for your time today, Roger, and for sharing your story about your understanding of personality types and feeling that yearning for that desire to connect. Really appreciate you sharing that because I think so many of us are yearning to connect. My pleasure. It was great to connect with you today. You too. Thank you for listening. If you want to know more about the podcast, events, workshops, or coaching, visit harnessyourhindrance.com slash mp3. And don't forget to subscribe for the podcast mailing list on our website. I have three asks. I ask that you listen to at least three episodes of this podcast before giving a rating, but then please do. I ask that you share this with three people who may benefit from the conversation you heard today. And I ask that you capture your three takeaways from this content. You may always text message MP3 to 888-523-2494 to stay informed when new episodes come out. Again, thank you for listening.